I am so excited for today's episode of Phenomenal Impact because we are chatting with one of my favorite people, Lindsay Hughes. She's a YouTuber, lifestyle influencer, and all around an amazing person who I have had the privilege of getting to know over the past couple years. We were talking about everything from how authenticity is everything when you're trying to build a community to how making lifestyle shifts can directly impact your mindset, and we're even diving a little bit into manifestation. I am so excited to share this episode with you today, so thank you for being here, and let's get going. If you're loving Phenomenal Impact, I would love if you could leave a review on iTunes. It helps our podcast community grow, and I deeply appreciate all your support. It's so easy. It'll take like one second. Just head on over to iTunes, leave a review, write a comment about what you think about the podcast, and I will read it in a future episode. So thank you so much for your support. This week's episode is brought to you by my email list. Go join it. It's the absolute best way to never miss an episode, to get exclusive offers and freebies from me, and you get to hear from me every week in your inbox. How fun is that? Seriously, though, I would love you could sign up. It's seriously the best way to connect with me and our podcast community and stay on top of all things Phenomenal Impact. You're listening to Phenomenal Impact, the podcast designed to help you grow your influence and impact online with your host, me. I'm Cameron Phillips, and for the past four years, I've grown a brand that has allowed me to get paid to travel the world, create media that I love, and share the stories of people and experiences around the world. Sit back and be inspired as we hear from industry experts, influencers, and people who have made a phenomenal impact on their industry. You'll learn the tools, tips, and strategies to create your own business out of what you love and accomplish your wildest dreams. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe for new episodes weekly. Okay, so I'm here with my good friend, Lindsay Hughes. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Cam. How are you? I'm so happy you're here. I know. This is like... I was just listening to all the episodes of the podcast last week, and now I'm freaking here, and it's just like, it's all coming full circle. Is that what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, no, I love it. And you're such a good friend to me, and we've had so many crazy experiences together, which is wild. Wait, what? <laughs> Absurd. Oh my God, absurd experiences. We just saw each other two months ago for my birthday. Lindsay came to Lake Tahoe with some of our other friends and we had an amazing time. But Lindsay's also an incredible individual online because she has run this whole digital world for herself for what, like 10 years now? Is it approaching 10 years? Nine years that I've been on YouTube. That is crazy. Basically 10 years. And especially because, you know, I was watching way back then and I started making videos like like five or six years ago but nowadays I feel like there's so many people who have just kind of like blown up and a lot of people like you don't really see like legacy creators or like hear about that anymore which is like crazy I mean nine years is a long time a lot of people fell off and then a lot of people like OG Shane Mm -hmm. Dawson types are like still kicking it and so I don't know it's weird because when I got into YouTube so long ago I don't know, it just was such a different world. And now it's like this crazy big, everybody's on YouTube, everybody watches YouTube, like Mm -hmm. just changed a lot. And I mean, it makes sense, obviously, that it's changed in the past like 10 years, but yeah, I guess I'm kind of, I'm guessing I'm kind of a a little OG. (laughs) You definitely are. Okay, well, I want you to briefly tell the people kind of who you are, um, how you kind of got your start, and then we'll take it from there. We're not going to spend too much time on like the past, Lindsay. I want to talk about the present, Lindsay, and about kind of how you got there. But let's briefly give the people a little taste of who you are and how you kind of started your whole like journey online. Okay. Well, I guess I have never really know exactly how to describe myself and what I do other than kind of like just 
content creator. That's good, right? I, I love that. I love that phrase. Yeah. I mean, I started on YouTube as just like a fun hobby in the beauty guru space when I was like 15 and just making really horrible quality videos on my mom's MacBook at like on the webcam. <laughs> yeah. On the webcam at 12 a.m. after she would go to sleep and on school nights I would like go downstairs and steal her MacBook for the night so I could make YouTube videos because I, you know, didn't have my own MacBook and things like that. So I stole my mom's computer and I would just make videos in my closet. That's how it started. Beauty Baby 44. That was my love her <laughs> word. My 15 year old username. Sometimes people still refer to me as her. And, you know, like she kind of died, but she'll always be a part of me because, mm. you know, it's just that's that's how I how I, that's how I started. So, um, yeah, kind of just like been making YouTube videos for, I guess, wow, it's been nine years now. And I've had so many points where I've kind of never really fallen off completely, but I've had points where I've been like very, very extremely motivated and like filming every single day and uploading every other day. And then I've had these other moments where I have been super not dedicated and I've been confused as to like, what do I want to create? Because the platform has changed so much and mm -hmm. types of videos that people like um, have also changed so much. And so it's kind of that balance of what do people want to see from me and but what do I want to make? So kind of balancing those things. Um, and now I feel like I'm for the past maybe mm, year or so, six months, I've been at like a really high place with YouTube because I kind of stopped looking at it from like, oh, what am I like? Everybody's doing better than me. Everybody's doing this. Like, how do I catch up? And I kind of started looking at it more of just, well, what am I good at making that people connect with? And what are the videos of mine that get the most comments from people and that people get the most from and trying to make more of that content because it feels good to me. And I know my viewers are going to like it and I'm going to feel good mm -hmm. uploading it versus like doing more trendy videos and doing more what do I think I have to do to like right. start growing? Cause that's kind of a, where I got a little lost along the way, I guess you could say. It's a really easy hole to fall down on YouTube. And especially these days where it seems like, you know, a trend will just blow up and anything related to that will just get tons of views. And you think like, oh, I should do videos like that. Cause people are watching that. And, you know, being a YouTuber myself and having that same kind of feeling of the periods of like really being motivated. Like I remember back when I was, you know, in 2015, I would daily vlog like every day on my second channel. I had like twice a week videos on my other channel. I was so like on it. And then I got to that point where it's like, well, I don't really know what I want to be making. I don't, you know, I kind of know what people want to see, but I feel like I'm also not fulfilling that. So I felt just kind of in this gray area. And, and I've watched you for, you know, for years. We first met in what, 2015, early 2015, I think, 2016. I think, yeah. 2015. It has Somewhere to have been before 2016. Ago. And then 2017 went to Bali, and then 2018, and then 2019. Crazy. But, I, you know, seeing these kind of transitions and seeing you still, you know, be able to connect with that authenticity in yourself and to deliver videos, kind of like what you were just saying, like, what I want to make and just kind of stay in my own lane and do my own thing. And I love that. And I think what, what I saw, and now tell me your thoughts on this, that I, I think your audience re reacted very well to this. And I also did a video similar to this. It was like answering questions I've avoided. 
the groundbreaking video. I thought that groundbreaking. Um, groundbreaking so fun. And I thought your audience was so like into it and your audience really like stepped up to the plate and all the comments were like, yes, like, you know, I've been watching your channel forever. And like, I love you just talking honestly and openly about these things. And I feel like from that point on, you've really been on this great, like plateau of not plateau in a negative way, but like, you know, uplifted in terms of like your energy about the whole like video making process and like with your audience and stuff. So like, how do you feel that video has like changed kind of how you feel about it? I don't know. I'm so glad I decided to make that video because that was one of those things that was kind of a little trendy YouTube thing, like answering questions I've avoided, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know what exactly sparked it. I guess I was kind of just like, I want to open up about everything. Like I want people to really ask me the like nitty gritty stuff that I have been avoiding answering because I haven't known how to, to talk about it. Because when you've been on a, any platform, whether it's YouTube or maybe blogging or Instagram or whatever it is, and you've been on it for quite some time and you've made like a personality for yourself of what this is the information and the version of myself that I give to people. And this is what they know about me. But then there's those like certain things that maybe you're hesitant to share, or maybe it's like, oh, it's kind of like awkward to share it because I don't want to be giving in to like, not the hate, what is the word I'm looking for? Like giving into just, oh, people being like, ha ha ha, you know? Right, right. I don't know, I guess it is kind of giving into the hate or like the feeding into negativity or whatever. But then it's like some of, there's truth in some of that and you have to trust what people, what people are saying. And so I think I kind of wanted to bridge that gap a little bit of like, let's just talk about, freaking everything even the uncomfortable stuff even the stuff that like is embarrassing to me and let's just put it all out in the open and once people kind of started the vi the views on that video like initially did pretty good and then I think YouTube maybe started like putting it into people suggested or whatever because I felt like I had new people and people that hadn't watched me in years that maybe mm. were still subscribed but they had they were like I haven't seen a video of yours in so many years or I haven't watched you in three years but I came on and watched this video and I just fell back like in with your channel like let's go I'm subscribed again like let's do this so I had a lot of recently I had a lot of old viewers come back to my channel and hopefully they're still watching I think they're still there for the most part and people have been really nice I haven't really read any like hate comments in quite some time which feels so good um not that I used to get like so much hate or anything but it just feels really good that everybody I feel like is I feel like the people I've attracted to my videos now just they genuinely get me they're like my, they'd be my friends in real life they're just cool people that have watched me for years and they understand me I guess mm -hmm. I do have some new people, but I would say 98% of my viewers have watched me since like high school and they yeah. just know me and they connect with me. So, yeah. It really speaks to the power of like community, right? Because I've even noticed that on so many of your comments, it's like, I've been here every step of your journey. Like I've seen so much. And at the end of the day, you know, it's they, they just want to watch for you and to hear what you have to say. Video topics and whatever are great. And you used to make videos that, you know, like makeup videos. Like that's how you started doing like makeup and beauty videos, right? So it'd be like more of a tutorial. And then eventually these people became part of your community and they just wanted to see you for you. 
which was great when you decided that you just wanted to do you for you and you just wanted to present yourself to the world and this whole community was like still there. And I think that's really a really important takeaway is that you've been able to keep this like authenticity and that's how you've you've created this impact online because you've really like displayed yourself in your true form and been an open you've been open and honest with your audience and that has allowed you to really like keep them on and to bridge that gap and build that community with them and I think that's so cool. Thank you. And I could only hope that I could make a community like that too or you know that anyone can. Like community is the at the end of the day is like so important. You know the numbers are there but when you see people showing up and saying like I've been here forever and that is like what's really special and what's really important. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take time for anyone to kind of get like if you're starting something, it's going to definitely take time and dedication for people to start watching and then like stay with you. But I would say the thing for me, like going through nine years of being online, the thing that people connect with the most and it's such a basic thing that you wouldn't really even think of is just being relatable to the people that are watching your content just being real and just never making it seem like oh i'm a creator i'm an influencer and you guys aren't you guys can't understand that or something you know Mm -hmm. it's more just like no like we are all the same people you guys get me and just being real and relatable to your audience in the best most authentic way possible which seems so easy, right? Like you seem, you think like, oh, you know, anyone that's creating content, you know, they're gonna be real with their audience and relatable to their audience. But people, I think that's what they get is like just genuinely feeling like they know you. And if they saw you in real life and like had coffee with you or something, they could just chat with you about their life. And it wouldn't be this thing where like, you're a big, huge influencer and they're like your viewer. It's just putting yourself on the same level with, your audience and that's how absolutely. I feel absolutely and another thing kind of uh, well I guess it's not really along the line kind of taking a detour I remember when we were in Tahoe you were talking about kind of what you're mentioning earlier about how you've gone through these periods where times you're like not motivated you're not like putting in the time and you said that recently you've been really like planning out your time and being like I'm gonna film on this day you know I'm going to edit on this day so I can keep my like content schedule in line how have you like developed that and how has that shifted your whole workflow and how you make your and produce your videos so i think i was kind of just a little i for a while i got really lazy with it and i would not have i would not have planned out time for filming and editing and i would kind of just film a video when i felt like i needed to or it had been you know a week or two weeks i would be like okay wait i gotta film something let's film something today. And it wouldn't be something that was planned out. And for me, I think I I am a planner and that excites me. And the videos that I see doing better are the ones where I've thought out an idea, I've given it some thought and I've opened up a page in a journal or a notebook or whatever, a planner, and Mm. I've written down, this is the topic, this is the title of the video, and these are the points that I wanna hit. Especially if it's something where I really wanna be giving people good information like i want to write down those things rather than just filming and spewing it off and i know a lot of a lot of people do that for their youtube videos like they have not necessarily a script but you know an overview of what they want to say but i didn't really do that much before and um so now i kind of have an ongoing list on my computer of video ideas and even the titles that i want to call them 
and I'll kind of explore YouTube too for like if I have a title that I'm like mm, would this be good then I'll kind of type that title into YouTube see how it's performing for other people maybe change around a few words and then once mm-hmm. I have my video title and topic like done then I'm gonna like write down the points I want to hit in the video and make sure I kind of cover all those in a a way where it doesn't feel like I'm reading it, but I just feel like I hit everything. And now I do have like, finally I got an actual planner and I set aside like- Love that. Noon or a whole day for filming a video. And then usually typically I get so excited about it that I'll want to edit it like the same day or the same night or the next day. So it's pretty, once I film, it's like, it's ready to go. So now I'm kind of focusing, I don't, I've never had a real schedule with YouTube, which is kind of a good thing and kind of a bad thing because, you know, having a schedule for your content is very good because people know when to expect it and it just keeps you on track for having that next week Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Um, I guess it was kind of a struggle for me for a while to think of myself as like having a schedule for my videos. I think it was just laziness and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be like, I'm committing to a Thursday video every week because what if I'm traveling or what if something happens or like, you know, just, I didn't want people to be disappointed if I, if I couldn't do it. But now instead of having like set days, I'm just trying to do like two videos a week. And if I only get one out a week, that's fine. But my, if I only get one out a week, cause I can't like think of another great idea or I'm not really inspired. Like I don't need to make another video just to make another video. But mm-hmm. I, my kind of goal right now is like, let's upload two things in the week, in the seven days of the week. Let's try for that. And that's just what's been kind of working for me. And I love that how you also said, like, I'm not going to just put content out there if I, if I'm not really like into it, just for the sake of like adhering to that schedule. I think there's definitely something to be said for that because, you know, that's a good approach that you have. You know, I want to get X, like two videos done per week, but if it's only one, it's okay. But at least you're like every week there's something happening to kind of keep the people there. Cause I feel like whenever I go through periods where I get unmotivated and it ends up being a couple weeks between videos, it, like the people definitely kind of fall off a little bit. If you kind of rally them up and they're getting on your bandwagon and you're being consistent and then you kind of just go away, at least in my experience, they definitely, you lose some of that people. You lose some of that like energy that you have, the momentum of the every week thing. So I, I mean, I might even adopt a strategy like that myself. Just at least get something out once a week, at least ideally once a week. twice. Why not? And it doesn't right. have to be on a set day every week. Like what I look at it more, I won't I won't think of necessarily like Thursday to, I mean, Thursday to Thursday is like a week, but I'll usually kind of look at the whole week from like Monday to Sunday and be like, okay, let's, it doesn't matter what day, let's just like try to get something up on mm-hmm. one day throughout this seven days. And what you were just bringing up of like not being consistent is so important important because I don't think I realized the detrimental effects of not being consistent for long periods of time like mm-hmm. that can ruin your YouTube channel not yeah. ruin but that can like make so many people fall off and I totally did that to myself back in like 2015 2016 I that was probably when I took the most breaks on my channel and I was just like in this period of probably the period on YouTube of just like not being motivated at all. Like, like I said, I wasn't giving myself those set days to film and I didn't know what I wanted to be making. And I felt like a lot of my audience was like disappointed with me. So I had already like dug myself into this hole of beginning to not be consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, and taking like, 
I think I took periods where I didn't upload a video for like two months. And that is just, I feel like that is just absurd. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't really give like an explanation for that. Like, I just did it all the time. Like, I would take like a month in between uploads. Yeah. I mean, this was at the time, granted, where I did have a like a main channel and a vlog channel. And so I would be posting on my vlog channel during those periods of time where I wasn't posting on my main channel. But once I kind of like combined those two into one channel, and that also was such a good decision for me YouTube wise um, to just have everything on one platform. And so, yeah, taking those long breaks and, you know, a couple of years back when I used to do that and I didn't realize that that was detrimental. I mean, now looking back, I can, I can go into my YouTube analytics and you know, how you can dive so deep into like, you can go years back in your YouTube mm -hmm. analytics. You can see those, those peaks. And when you're, when you're going down and I just look and like there is a specific point of when I feel like I was started like losing subscribers, losing views. And it's like, then if I go back to my videos that I was making at that time, it's like, I was just taking all these huge breaks yeah. and I don't know why I was doing that and not realizing that it was detrimental, but I guess I'm glad I realized it now. Um, but just if you're going to start something like YouTube or blogging or a podcast or whatever it is, like go all in with it. And it's okay. Yeah. It's totally okay to like realize if something's not serving you anymore, you don't need to like keep doing it. I'm not saying that I'm not right. saying do something that's like literally bringing you no joy, but if it is something that, you know, you are probably going to want to continue with in the future, try, like, don't take those huge breaks from content because people are really gonna fall off. Absolutely, and I've definitely also suffered from that as well, because well, I've gone through, you know, everyone has their seasons in business or in life or in everything where things are just kind of up and down, and that, you know, just unmotivating feeling and feeling like it's going nowhere can really be detrimental, and that's why I preach mindset so much now and want to dive more into those topics in the future too, because if you want to be successful in this space, you have to have that, like, long-term kind of, like, vision out of it. Or else you're always going to feel like you're kind of fighting an uphill battle at the beginning or the middle or the end. You know, you really have to approach it from the right mindset in order to be able to stay on top of it and stay motivated and stay focused if you're in it for long-term success. And I mean, I've totally messed that up in the past and I'm trying to be better about it now. But what also I think is very interesting about it is that you started the whole YouTube thing as a hobby. I mean, like you said, midnight, your mom's laptop, you know, in the closet, same. <laughs> but... It's like, you know, that transition into a career for you, you know, it's not like you were going to school to become a YouTuber. You became a YouTuber and then realized, oh, look, I'm making money from this. I can continue to do this. And so, you know, in my mind, it's like, you know, that season of being, incons being inconsistent and kind of falling off, it's almost like you really need to decide, like, you were deciding, like, should I continue doing this? Like, is this what I should be doing? Like, how did I end up here? Like, kind of what's going on? Do you think that maybe how you were just kind of thrust into this career instead of, like, actually kind of choosing to go down it? Do you think that had, like, a factor to play into that? Um, I think I probably just have been doing YouTube for so long when I started, like, experiencing burnout and not being motivated that I probably just, I think I took it for granted as my job at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I never had the mindset of like, this is always going to be here for me because I've right. all, I think us as creators, we like get scared of like knowing that any day, you know, YouTube or yeah. whatever it is could, could just be gone. 
which is scary. But so I've never had the full mindset of like, this is always going to be my job. I don't have to worry. Like, even if I'm not making videos now, it's totally fine. because I'll still have my channel, but I did, I think I did take it for granted because I was kind of just like, you know, not searching for other things. And I was like, this is still here for me. And it is still providing me income, you know, not as much income as it would be if I was freaking uploading consistently, but I still mm -hmm. am able to make a living and like live where I want. And I was really, I was really lucky, but also I didn't realize that I was kind of taking for granted what I had at the time. So, um, I think, what you said about like not ever making a conscious decision to choose YouTube as my job. Um, I guess I just got so used to it being like there for me and my income and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got used to it being there for me and my income and I didn't know like another way of life. So I was kind of like, you know, this is just going to be here for me. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. And so I love that. First of all, I love that. I mean, I love your story and I really love how you've kind of found your groove now and you're feeling really good about it. It's really super motivational for me. It makes me feel really good because I remember in 2017 when we were in Bali and you were kind of like, oh, I don't really know how I feel about it. And you were just kind of like, I remember you expressing those emotions and now to see you really kind of thriving and flourishing, it makes me like so happy. And I love that you came on here to share your story today on that subject. You're also kind of spiritual like me, totally into the manifestation, you know, miss mindset. Like, I would love to hear, she's so important. I'd love to hear just kind of your take on, you know, your mindset in life and like how you use manifestation in your life and kind of how that plays into your career and your life and everything. It's interesting because it's, it's so important, but sometimes I don't even realize when things like, feel like they're a mess I don't realize that I haven't been there correct in my mindset and that if I was hmm, how do I explain this like I guess sometimes I sometimes I'm really into it and I'm like writing down so much manifesting saying out loud like my what I want and just really practicing it and I see whenever I do that good results like I I feel like I can manifest things pretty quickly. I'm not trying to manifest things that literally aren't realistic for my life. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's not something that, you know, you got to stay realistic for your life and start with like smaller goals, whether it's like financial goals, career goals, um, relationship or wanting to move somewhere. Like you got to stay realistic for your life, your finances and all that stuff. So start small. And then once you really see those things coming in, coming into your life, then you can get bigger with what you're manifesting. But I think just, I've always had that. Um, well, maybe ever since like 2013, I feel like when I found out about the law of attraction, I've just really switched my mindset probably back then. And that's when I would think there was like a large shift in my life of like, I am completely in control. I need to stop complaining about things that are out of my control because there is no point in focusing on the negative really is going to bring more negative. And absolutely, it's just, you can just see it play out in your life. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when you're lighthearted and you're just like excited about life and you're feeling good and you're looking forward to the next thing, 
you are like actively bringing in people that align with that and you're like it's just a better day when you feel like that rather yes, than yes. those days where you know we all have these days where we feel like the world is against us and everything's like crashing down on you and mm-hmm. you know, like the saying when it rains it pours like you know you have those weeks or those months or days where everything you feel like is just all the wrong is like pew, 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 hitting you the earth the world is like out to get you but um i mean you gotta one thing you are control of in control of even when things are going crazy is your mindset and like the power to get out of it and the power to change things and there's so much power in that and it, it really is easy to get into like a negative mindset but it's also so easy to just be like you know what go let myself feel this for today. And then like tomorrow is a new day. Like I am in control. Let's write down the things I want to bring into my life. It's such an easy thing. Like there's such easy tools. Like manifestation is so powerful and it is very simple too. just write down in detail what you want to bring into your life, focus Mm -hmm. on it, read it out loud. Sometimes, um, like for example, I have right next to my computer, I have two manifestation like sheets of things that I wanted to bring into my life, like post it up on my wall. You can do that if that's something that's powerful for you, like seeing it on your wall. Um, And I just encourage everybody to try because we all really are in control of our own mindset. And what is the worst thing that's gonna happen? Like, you're gonna be happy, like what, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, I mean, you don't bring in some, you don't bring something into your life. Okay, you can like, make your goal you can adjust your goal and try again you know what i mean it's like what's right. what's the harm in trying i think a lot of people just immediately think oh it's just like you know like magic or something ridiculous that's like obviously not gonna work and which is it could it's the farthest thing from that you know it's making conscious shifts in how you perceive the world around you that fundamentally changes how you act which results in you getting different opportunities and having different things come into your life you know if you Think of yourself as being not successful and a loser and a flop like every day. How do you think that's going to reflect in your business, in your love life, in like whatever, you know, in all aspects of your life? And I, you know, used to be that way a lot. I used to be really down on myself. And, you know, I have my days where, yeah, not that great. The world's crashing down when it rains, it pours this weekend, you know, things like that. We're just things just don't go well. And when you stop, take a second, you know, even meditate write down your goals and just kind of shift and think, okay, I'm done with that. We're going to move forward now. It is profound how that can change everything going on in your life and just how you like feel about everything. I love it. I know. Oh, I love it too. I just feel like it. it is so simple to fall into that like trap of um, not only negativity, but for example, like if you're trying to increase your like your money and every time you check your bank account you're like i'm probably gonna be i'm probably gonna have you know like five dollars in my bank account like you know i i just i probably am so broke right now and then every time like you go on you're like that is i'm not saying you're gonna like one day you're gonna go into your bank account app is gonna be like fifty thousand dollars goals but i'm just saying like start seeing um more income for yourself start like something you can do is like print out um a check or you can even like if you're good at photoshop or something you could literally photoshop like what your banking app looks like and how much money you want to have in your bank account and seriously like 
freaking post it on your wall. Look at it every day. Tell yourself mm -hmm. you are deserving of it. And I'm just using money as an example because that's something that I was kind of working with like last year and still I'm kind of working with because I'm saving right now for like just a car and all of the things. So yes. I'm like, oh, I am deserving. Like mm -hmm. I deserve this car. I deserve like to have this amount of money saved. And seriously, once I started doing that and like, literally printing out like a freaking check from the universe which some people think i talked about it in a video and some people were like oh my god a check from the universe <laughs> well bitch i fucking manifest another <laughs> one and i'm doing it again oh my god i love that <laughs> absolutely I mean? like, oh i totally do this. like believe that you are also like believing in your worth is so important yes. if you do any type of a job where you're charging like um a rate for your work, whether it's like photography or, you know, your rate for like an Instagram brand deal, for example, like being mm -hmm. an influencer, you have got to know like this is what I am freaking worth and I'm not going to, I mean, sometimes you might accept less, but you know what? It's like, this is what I'm worth. And if you start genuinely seeing yourself as this is what my work is worth, I think that's so powerful and people mm -hmm. will the right brands and the right people and the right um, clients or all of the things will will come to you and they they will they will pay that you know you don't go into you don't go into like a restaurant and look at the menu and something's like fifteen dollars and you don't say like I don't know I feel like do you think I could give you like ten for this <laughs> no if the sandwich is fifteen dollars it's like worth fifteen dollars you know so yeah you know I don't know what I'm saying right now I keep talking about like money but that's no, like I mean that's true I give people a lot when I'm talking about manifesting is because like a lot of people are trying to like bring in more money or bring in a certain specific a lot of times it is like financially or career Mm -hmm. oriented so i don't know why i always use that as an example but it can literally be applied to freaking anything i think it's one of the most practical examples because yeah everyone's always trying to everyone's always trying to manifest more money if you search manifest like money's the first auto-generated thing that comes up it's like people are really into that and it's also thing that people can really kind of tangibly grasp but i feel like people also well i love the conversation about the rates and the worth because that's so like yeah that's so important that's so integral and exactly you're not going to walk into the restaurant and be like well I'll pay you $10 for this $15 sandwich. Like when people show up in your inbox offering you like absurdly like, oh, we don't pay creators. We just hope you'll do this, 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 and this for free. And we'll send you like a $10 like pen or something stupid. Like it's just like, what? Like this isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. And that's a really, really important point. And all this has been like so beautiful. And I'm really glad we went down the little manifestation rabbit hole there because it is something I want to talk more about and I would love to I'd love to interview like a like an expert in mindset and manifestation and kind of go down that hole as well because I feel like the people are interested in that I'm interested in that yeah right like absolutely I'm really into it I've been spending a lot of time this year like this early 2019 like on that so we'll see how she goes this year we gotta I need to print out the check though I, I need yes, to print out the, the check I'm ready you, for the check just google um I think it's just check from the universe. Like the first link you'll see is Miss Check. I, I have my second one posted up right now on, on my bulletin board. Oh my God, we need that car. I need to come to Boise and drive around in the car. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so hopefully Miss Car will be like in my life in, you know, like April or something. But, oh, love that. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll see. We'll oh see. my God. Well, Lindsay, it's been so nice talking to you today on the podcast. Yes. Oh, thank you to anybody who tuned in. 
Any yes. OG listeners? Any? Well, I mean, I guess everyone's kind of a new listener because it's a new podcast. I haven't even promoted it yet, also because I've been. I like when you promoted on your Instagram. I was like, oh my god, Queen, yes, because I haven't said anything on YouTube or Instagram except for putting it in my bio because I wanted to wait until well, really today when the first episode of the guest came on. So when I promoted it, people can like hit. Also, I need to like make some graphics and do some stuff. But by the time people are listening to this episode, which will be out in two weeks. Um, all that will have been done. So, yes. But, Lindsay, tell the people where they can find you. And also, your links will be in the show notes. So Okay. The people can find me just um, on Instagram and YouTube. Just my name, Lindsay Hughes. It'll probably be spelled out in, like, the description or whatever of the podcast. So, yeah, if you don't follow me and you feel like following me, that will be great. But if not, no worries. Don't. Absolutely. Don't. And Lindsay and I have some fun travel adventure videos together as well. So, if you want to see our absurdity in real life definitely go check those out we have a lot of fun together and i'm so glad you could make it today for this podcast so thank thank you you so much much. of course thank you cam for having me all right Lindsay is a gem i feel so motivated and inspired by hearing her talk about her life and business and so if you enjoyed today's episode please subscribe on itunes and leave a review i'll be back next week with another episode of phenomenal impact but until then make sure to screenshot this episode and post it on your instagram story Tag me at Cameron Phillips, and I can't wait to hear what you think about the episode. I'll be replying to you guys on Instagram. So until next week, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or your week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.